Welcome to the sound of Law for Love. My name is Shar, and by profession, I'm an attorney, but on a much deeper level, I'm a healer, an encourager, and a teacher. And here we're talking about, we talk about it all. We talk about family and breakup and conflict and all of the unseen forces that affect the way we do all of that each and every day. family today we are talking about something that is so old it can be called ancient and we're talking about it because it is so important it is at the heart of a lot of family disputes and with our understanding how they work and where they exist and what we can do about them if they're not serving our families these contracts are at the heart of family dispute and they're at the heart of why so many men and women feel frustrated because we don't think about contracts very often when we think about our families. We usually think about contracts when we're thinking about purchasing a home or a vehicle or entering in some type of business arrangement. But I'm here to tell you, family, that the the business of family is a business. And I don't say that to to discount, you know, all of the love and the feelings and the passion that's involved in the relationship. But I do want to help empower you to consider what else is operating in the background. You know, what apps are running in the background of your family? Because I, as an attorney and other attorneys who get involved in a family dispute, we're being brought in because there has been a malfunction or a breakdown in a contract and that contract doesn't it doesn't have to be written a contract is formed by a conversation if two people say yes there's a contract there are even contracts formed even when there's not a yes on both sides verbally or written if one person wants x and they make it clear that this is what they want either by asking for it, demanding it, or just living their life like it's just going to be understood. If the other side says nothing, there is a contract. And so we as human beings, even in the context of our romantic relationships, we become bound by the things that we accept. And when we begin to think about those things, that is when we can do a better job of better managing our conflicts and keeping our families out of the legal system. Because for most families, your case will be resolved by a contract. Most attorneys sitting where I sit are going to be helping you negotiate terms that you can both live with. So for the most part, If you understand that these contracts exist, all types of contracts, not just the contract or the agreement that you're gonna be together, not just the agreement that you're gonna have kids, but what about the agreement concerning how money is handled? The agreements concerning how the kids are gonna be raised? 
or the agreements about how you're going to spend downtime together or responsibility for things that have to be done around the house to keep the house going. See, these are all contracts, folks. And it's not, just because you didn't sit down and write it out on the paper does not mean that you're not bound by it and, then, and not bound by the expectations that the other person has. So when contracts serve one person in the relationship, they kind of got the better deal. Or when there's another, there's a person in the relationship that doesn't even realize that the contract exists or that, you know, this is what's creating frustration. That's where conflict happens. This is where strife is entering into the family. And this is where there's an opportunity to do some work to save the family before you get lawyers and court systems involved. So we're gonna be talking about it a lot because I believe that if we know better, we do better. This is Shar. We're talking about life, love, and all the laws in between. Hello family, it has been a really, really long time and I am so happy to be back. This time we're branded a little different and it's been a whole discovery and exploration of me and really um, allowing space and room for myself to be healed in different areas that were broken in my life. And you know, that's how healing is. Healing is a whole onion. You know, you just cut back one layer to find the next that needs to be addressed and dealt with. And so I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my healing so that I can share healing with other people, insight with other people, revelation, things that are going to empower you to choose healing and actually go through the pain of healing. But today's episode is actually kind of like, you know, me really wanting to be playful because that's what I do. Uh, I am a big believer that laughter does the heart good like a medicine. So I'm going to share a little story with you. Got a call from my aunt one day and I don't talk to her that often. And she just kind of went on a rant. I mean, I wish I were exaggerating 10 minutes straight of everything that went wrong in her day that day. And I just listened. And when she was finally done, I asked her, I said, um, you know, auntie, can I share with you some wisdom that I learned from my aunt? Now, I was actually talking to her about herself, but this this is just how playful I am sometimes. So my aunt says to me, sure. So I said, well, what my aunt taught me about days, like what you just told me is woo, woo, woo. Woo woo, woo woo. <laughs> and there you have it. Some days are just woo woo. And if you have a woo woo day, you know what? You tell yourself woo woo, you cry your tear, and you take a nap and you be thankful for another day that hopefully tomorrow won't be as woo woo as today. And I joke with my friends, my sisters all the time about the woo-woo and, you know, we even went and resurrected an old Jeffrey Osborne song, which is available on YouTube if you search Jeffrey Osborne woo-woo song. Give yourself something to laugh about. 
Some days are just woo-woo days, and it's going to be okay. This is the sound wave of Love for Love, and I am so looking forward to another season of healing and sharing and exploring love and life and all the laws in between.